Welcome to the Fear and Greed Business News Afternoon Report for Tuesday, the 19th of September, 2023. I'm Michael Thompson. Every afternoon, we've got the five stories that happened today that you need to know about. So let's get going with story number one. The S&P ASX 200 closed down half of 1% to 7,197 points today. After a pretty rocky day of trading, the majority of sectors fell across the day with gold and energy performing best. Coal company New Hope posted a record $1.1 billion underlying profit and $1 billion in statutory profit and will give shareholders total dividends of $0.70 for the last financial year. It was up 2.1% today. Oil prices are pushing towards $100 a barrel, which is also giving the energy sector a lift. It follows Saudi Arabia's energy minister saying that the decision to extend production and export cuts to the end of the year is all about data, not about jacking up prices. Hmm. Analysts in Australia, including JP Morgan, are increasingly saying that rising oil prices could put pressure on the RBA to increase interest rates. The biggest falls today were for metals and mining and materials. Best on the bourse was gold and copper ore business Silver Lake Resources, up 5.1%. Now it was followed by Western Australian gold producer Remelius Resources, up 4.6%, following its move towards acquisition of Musgrave Minerals. And the biggest drop was for semiconductor business Webit Nano, which only recently joined the ASX 200. It was down 8.9% today. Story number two, investors have been warned by business that their dividends might be a casualty of the Albanese government's industrial relations changes. So BHP is basically saying that the closing loopholes changes to the Fair Work Act would hit the business by $1.3 billion. This is due to the same job, same pay rules that would make sure that workers employed under different structures get paid the same as their colleagues on other agreements. Now, BHP hires about 4,500 people through essentially labour hire operations, and they say that the changes would be a direct hit to shareholders flowing onto dividends. The mining giant has made no secret of plans to mobilise its shareholder base against these rules. Now, this includes many Australians via their super fund. On to story number three now, and speaking of super funds, a new giant industry superannuation lobby group will soon be launched, representing 10 million members. It's going to be called the Super Members Council of Australia, and it kicks in from October 1. We have talked about this before, mentioning that this group is going to be formed. We now have confirmation that it will be made up of Australian Super, Aware Super, Seabus Super, Hester, Host Plus, Australian Retirement Trust, Rest Super, and Unisuper together. These groups hold over $1.4 trillion in assets. So somewhat influential, you might say. Now, if you happen to be looking for a new gig, they are currently seeking a CEO. Now, I imagine there might be some fairly specific requirements for that role. Story number four, unions are gearing up to strike at Queensland's Cogan Creek power generator, which is one of the biggest in the state. And they're warning it could lead to outages. Now, this particular generator supplies about 10% of the state's power, and it's also relied on in northern New South Wales. The Mining and Energy Union is preparing for industrial action from Thursday, and they say it could lead to statewide pressure on the grid. Temperatures in Brisbane are set to jump to about 33 degrees on Thursday, and the initial action will include specific bans on working at height or in confined spaces, and importantly, it could escalate unless agreements are reached. And finally, story number five, tens of thousands of Australian investors joined the established affluent ranks last year with a net worth of 2 dollars to $10 million 
excluding the family home and superannuation. Now, a report from Investment Trends estimates that 45,000 people moved into this group of investors in 2022. There is also the emerging affluence group with $1 million to $2.5 million. And the number of affluent investors is now at 635,000 with a collective $3 trillion in assets. Those who are in the established group usually have a large portion of their wealth in property and equities. Now, this doesn't include ultra high net worth investors with $10 million or more to their names. Now, interestingly, those that fall in this mega wealthy category have an average age of 70, and more than half of them are or were either a business executive, an engineer, a medical doctor, or a podcaster. I might have made that last one up. That's it for the afternoon report for Tuesday, the 19th of September, 2023. We will be back tomorrow morning with the Wednesday edition of Fear and Greed Business News. I'm Michael Thompson. Enjoy your evening.